You see, Rudy, jazz music's the best way to entertain company, you see. Pokemon! <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to episode 150. Three, I think it is. This oh, is yeah. Andrew coming in from Los Angeles, and I once again I got Sir Joseph with me. Hello. And Matavius. Oh hi. And <coughs> Stefan. This is Stefan, aka Sir Wolfie Cressington. <laughs> What's Sir Wolfie Cressington? At your service, my liege. <laughs> Esquire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and in this episode, we're going to be. Do this. Reviewing the movie of all movies, I guess, for this month, and that is the 2018 Halloween movie. Oh, shit, we weren't just supposed to watch the very first one? <laughs> no, you fucked up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> all right. It was so, great! Um, let's just get started right away into it. So, uh, Joey, you just saw it today. What uh, Going into this, what were, you, what were you thinking going into it beforehand, before um, actually I seeing was- it? I don't know. I mean, I saw like the reviews. I didn't really read any, but I, I kind of was excited. Um, you know, nothing too crazy, yeah. but I, it seemed like it was going in like it, it was in good hands with uh, David Gordon Green and uh, uh, Danny McBride. So with uh, bringing back Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, and sort of wiping out two through the rest of the films. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And Maddie? So initially, I'm not a huge slasher flick dude. Like, I enjoy them, but they're not my, like, favorite horror movies. I feel like everyone has their, like, genre of stuff they really get into. Uh, slasher flicks aren't necessarily mine. I enjoy them. Like, don't get me wrong. I love me a Friday the 13th. I love some Nightmare on Elm Street. I do enjoy uh, Halloween um, and the Rob Zombie ones. So... I was kind of hesitant. I didn't really like that they were excluded. I mean, there are some bad movies like Resurrection. Halloween Resurrection is a piece of trash. So that's fine. (laughs) But it's like some of them have good points and have done some cool things throughout the series. And that's just like one, two. And I have a newfound appreciation for Halloween 3 because Halloween originally started off as an anthology series. But Michael Myers, was the the shape was so cool they wanted to see a direct sequel because it did so well. Um uh, so uh, Hall- that's why Halloween 3 is so different uh, from the other ones because they were trying to still shape it into an anthology series. They were like weird stuff that happens on Halloween night kind of stuff. Right. You know, and the first one was supposed to be, oh, it's a slasher flick. It's a killer on Halloween night. It just it became, you know, what it is today. And I don't think anyone thought it was going to. So I was kind of like, man, I don't know. There's like really cool moments in the other films and stuff. And I like hated that they were kind of just being like direct sequel to number one. And it's like, but we're going to throw in all these Easter eggs. And it's like, well, why the fuck throw in the Easter? Anyway, I was like kind of hesitant. Love David Gordon Green. Think he makes great movies. Danny McBride was a little hesitant. I was like, man, I don't want to see just jokes flying around. You know, like kind of want to see something <laughs> a little more serious. Um, so I was a little hesitant. The first trailer that dropped, I was like, all right, I'm kind of interested. The second trailer kind of won me over. After I saw the second trailer and one image of him holding like the thing he chokes out the uh, husband with, the bell, like the bell chime or whatever the fuck that thing was, uh, I was like, all right, I'm fucking in. But 
Uh, yeah, I had some reservations at first. All right. Wolfie? What was the question again? <laughs> what, what were your thoughts going into it before actually seeing it? Oh, I was sold at Danny McBride, David Gordon Green, the first trailer. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis cocking that shotgun. I'm like, All right, I'm in. I'm in. Um, that actually my favorite shot in the trailer and then one of my favorites in the movie is when they are showing them walk up to that checkerboard kind of like area at the asylum where they had those borders around each like crazy loon. Mm -hmm. Do you you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. That shit got me. I was like, this is cool. It's like classic feeling. Um, so I was very excited going in. All right. Yeah, so uh, I was expecting really good things. I like this director, and I like Danny McBride quite a bit. And, uh, you know, Rotten Tomatoes had gotten me once again. They saw the score at 80% or above. And so I had pretty high expectations, and I got to say, it pretty much met them, man. I mean, like I told I told these guys uh, after I saw it the Thursday night, I was like, I don't know how much better it can get than that. So, um I guess it's after I saw it. But anyway, yeah, I walked in with pretty good expectations, and it uh, pretty much met him. So, all right. Uh, let's let's just dive right the fuck in. And what... So, your general impressions, let's, let's do, like, somewhat brief general impressions after seeing the movie. Broad strokes, uh, Joey. Enjoyed it. Solid. <laughs> Boom! Two strokes. He's like a motherfucking... Clifford Steele over here. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie? Um, there are things that I really like in the movie. Um, and there are some things that I was like, ah, all right. Uh, but I will say out of, it is a pretty, it is a solid entry into the Halloween series. Oh, well, that's, that's high praise. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I really liked and there was some stuff I was just like, I, I want to get into it, but <laughs> there's just some things I would have liked them to do differently. Cause I feel like for a lot of it, it's like just trying to like, a lot of it is like all the other Halloweens. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, I enjoyed it. I had a really great time. It kept me hooked the entire time. Soundtrack fucking killer. Yeah. yeah. Go see it. If you're hesitant. Stefan, I was very pleased with the movie, the film I had just seen and um, I'll just say that I, you know, it's as a superhouser, it's kind of tough to scare us, buckos, because we're tough guys. But <laughs> oh yeah, so tough. We're the scariest guys in a room for sure. <laughs> but but you know, so I can't really, us I can't really vouch. Fucking unless bad at sports, motherfuckers. <laughs> unless you're a tiny little baby girl who just stepped out the house for the first time, I can't really attest to how scary this is because I didn't find the movie very scary. But I will say that I really enjoyed what was done with it. And uh, I think it had some good subtle moments that can kind of keep the series alive. And, you know, it seems like, well, let's see how this does and see if we move on from here. But it also bookends it if it never goes anywhere. Um, and and all I have to say is Michael Myers is an artist. And this is a film, a character study about a great artist. Well, Doing his work. <laughs> okay, so... Coming into this movie after seeing Venom the week previous or two weeks before, forget now, um, it reminded me of what real movies are like. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's tough coming into a beloved Hell franchise yeah. and it's a reboot and people are already so tired of those. But then 
this director just fucking comes or a sequel whatever yeah 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 the franchise but you know this is yeah. like yeah it's a sequel to it's a direct sequel to halloween yeah. what sequel, he means yes. is there wasn't a later. halloween movie last year you know like yeah it's, 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 it's kind of it's rebooting financially and uh you know like property wise for that's sure. correct and i do i kind of can see where maddie's coming from maddie being like a yeah. real connoisseur of horror a lot of I feel like a lot of horror fans are like that where slashers are not really their thing. But for me as the casual horror fan, I really enjoy horror uh, slasher films just because they're I don't know they're fun and I guess there's an iconic thing to them and all that. So I don't know I really enjoyed it and I think uh, everybody said a little minor gripe, but I do think the only minor gripe I would have to say is the um, the doctor. <laughs> It's like I felt like to a technically I felt like he was ADR'd the whole time. I was like, is that his real voice? <laughs> and then <laughs> B like his side story was like, okay, you want to see the the heart of the monster? You want to see what makes a monster tick? I get it. You put it on his face. That's cool. But at the same time, it felt like too much of a side quest. But uh, other than that, I gotta say, pretty much everything was was really great. Like if if you look at um what's it called like uh, uh nightmare on elm street it's all about like <clears throat> what do you call it like creative kills how creative can we get with kills yeah. but with 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 this a little bit of creativity but it's more about how can you, you create suspense with the killer and mm-hmm. i think that's what the original did well and that's what this one did well it, it and 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 um, I'll, I'll give up the mic in a second, but I also, I got to say, I loved how they didn't show a bus crash. Yeah. You stumble upon a bus that has already crashed. That's what I thought See, you about. This is my biggest issue with the movie. It's okay. always a bus crash, except for the first one. It's true, just they true. pull up to the asylum. I can and understand I was, that. I wanted something different because we've always, yeah. and it seems... It's like it's always a bus crash, or I was just watching four last night, and it's like an ambulance crashes. He kills everyone in it. Yeah. And it's like, ah. Uh. And I was talking to my roommate, Brock, and he was like, well, what would you have liked to have seen? I was like, kind of maybe what happened in the asylum in the first one to give you a take of it. Like, maybe one of the innkeepers, like, going to Rob Zombie's, like, Halloween for a second, Danny Trejo's character is like, mm-hmm. he always calls him Mikey, and they have this, like, relationship and i always liked that and always felt really bad when michael gets out and kills him but i was like wouldn't it have been cool if maybe one of the orderlies or something was like i worship michael myers you are the best and like (laughs) hearing that he's gonna be transferred like he lets michael loose yeah you know know, right 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 yeah that that would have been good how how do we know that the doctor didn't have something involved there well i mean that's like the the theory because it's mysterious the the turn and Because there's, yeah. it's kind of that, but they don't show it. Yeah, I just, I was like, when it was the bus crash, I was like, classic. All right, cool, let's go. <laughs> you know, it's like, I mean, not that it was bad. I Isn't like, that I how Predators it. started? The Predator? Sorry. I'm not talking about the Predator, though. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying, I'm, I know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, talking about other movies that use a bus crash, you know, is it, didn't, that like, just, they, didn't that just happen in Predators? Well, I mean, they don't do it in Predators. It doesn't happen in Predator. No, no, 2. I mean the the Predator. I mean, the there's a bus one. in it, but it's not like contingent upon. It's not a Predator that escapes from a bus. You know, it's it's yeah. there's just a bus yeah. in it. I was just joking and drawing like didn't that also happen in that movie? 
Dude, don't. Okay. This is not going to turn into a predator talk, okay? Jeez, no. <laughs> I know. I wasn't. I wasn't even steering Get your it there. Franchise I was, I, was, I, was ba- I was backing you up, Maddie. I wasn't trying oh. to. I was like, yeah, I was backing up your whole like, why do we need so many goddamn bus crashes? Oh yeah, no, I get. I don't. <laughs> I'm a butt in here. I, okay. Um, for I was just, I'm like literally watching Rob Zombie's Halloween right yeah. now. Um, and I'm like over halfway through it, so I just got you know I was just watching the whole like Danny Trejo scene and stuff. Since this is a direct sequel of the first one, like nothing is known about Michael Myers except like what he did to his sister, and he's like never spoken a word, he's never talked. Um, there's no like, I, I mean, I guess I, after seeing the Halloween where you get to see like the orderlies and stuff, like you kind of see Michael Myers go through you know, his time in the mental hospital and him like growing up and him having all the masks in his cage or his cell or whatever. I like the fact that you, you do, I think you called him the shape earlier. Yeah, that's what he's, uh, where that's pretty much what he is. There's no, there's nothing else about him. He's just, he doesn't speak. He's just full on. Like, like Loomis says in the first one, pure, but that's not true. There's no, he is not pure evil because of a baby scene. If you are pure pure evil incarnate, he would have stabbed that fucking baby. Mm-hmm. He does have a conscience, and they do make it known. His first kill in this movie, though, is a kid. No, that's not his first kill. He's like almost taken out a security guard. He kills his dad first. Technically, but he does kill. Well, I guess you. I guess you can look at it as like the baby is 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 no threat to him whatsoever. Yeah, but I mean that's a like, like it, it might as well not even. Like even notice the baby. The baby's not even a but thing. But when I just when you say pure evil, I just imagine there is no conscience. But it does. I I mean I like the scene because it does give a little more to Michael Myers, and that's what I like about the Rob Zombie ones is that he's trying to give Michael a backstory. You know, and Michael okay. doesn't talk except for one scene in part two. He says something. I forget. He says it to Loomis, and I was like, that's kind of okay. cool. Like. Because I through the movie, I was like, man, if they take that step and make him say something, like that would be pretty sick, right? Like, I don't know, but I like, yeah, I like. The I mean, I like it too. I feel like we've gotten we've gotten however many movies of a backstory. I'm fine with two not having. A well, backstory I don't. I don't necessarily him just being like. Yeah. A shape. I don't necessarily want a backstory with Michael Myers. I just wanted something different of his escape because you never see in the first one how sure. how he gets okay. out of the asylum. And I thought it would have been a cool take to show maybe how he could have gotten out the first time. Or just Isn't that him that jumps yeah, in the car? Him. But okay. like they just roll up to it, the gates down and open, people are dead, the yeah, lunatics yeah. are walking around and you're like, What the fuck happened? Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen well what did happen. And I guess Rob Zombie already did it. When the guy and then they end up uh they end up raping <laughs> that girl. In the in Michael's room, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wanted mm-hmm. a more like David Gordon Green, a more not like Rob Zombie to the. <laughs> we turned it up to eleven, Rob Zombie movie, you know. Sure, <laughs> so sure. maybe something else, yeah. a little more like one of the orderlies just like worshipped him and is like kind of admires him in a weird fucked up way. I don't know. I mean, Ed I just Myers. when I rolled up on the bus crash, I was just like, okay. I mean, it's on, classic. I get it. This is definitely like. They're definitely throwing it back to OG Halloween. So, all right, come on. Mm-hmm. I'm moving along. So after after seeing the trailer where they're like, we found the bus or whatever, you were expecting a little more beforehand. Yeah. Okay. Got it. I just, I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's the most creative choice ever, but I just like the fact that there wasn't some, like, action-y scene showing it crash. It just, oh, yeah, you just no, I, in the I movie, you stumble upon a crash bus with a bunch of 
you know, well, yeah, mentally like, handicapped people, uh, is, you know, walking is, around like zombies, and it ha- does have that kind of imagery for a second, and it's, I don't know, I thought that was pretty pretty cool choice to make. Yeah. If you do do a bu- bus crash, then at least Doo-doo. do it like that. Doo-doo. So, um, anything else about the bus crash? Before we move no, on? What was the original the question? The, uh, Whose turn was it? Kill the kid. He killed, yeah, his yeah, first kill in this movie is that. a kid, right? Is that kid? Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, that shot, dude. Film. That shot of that kid walking towards the camera, away from the car, holding the gun with the fucking headlight in the background. Yeah. God, that was amazing. That's I love that, That's the kid that, from dude. the new Jody Hill movie, too, on Netflix. Okay. On oh, nice. Hunt for the White-Tailed Deer, or whatever the heck that name of that movie with Josh Brolin is. Oh, is I like dancing. That kid. He grew up. Fuck, I'm a man. dancer. Yeah. Crackups. Yeah, I'm, I'm a dancer. dancer. Like, um, yeah, I guess that makes sense now. It's like almost like the same yeah. kid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. I all think right, it's mo- a little nod to like that. All those dudes who work in movies together and stuff. And again, appreciate mm-hmm. that. Moving forward. So, uh, what did you think about the humor in the film, Joey? Um, I mean, thinking back on it now, the only thing I can, as far as think of humor wise was like the dad no the right? kid the babysitting the, ba- the kid is being the babysat the kid that stole the motherfucking show <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah that's right the, the Julian and let me just say this at the top too the callbacks the the one major callback at the end that was kind of humorous remind me remind she, me she she gets pushed back. out the window when it's the same oh, exact right. shot and then it cuts back to her not there, just like the first Gone. one. Okay, right. I don't yeah. think. Okay, I mean, I I, I wouldn't necessarily call that. No, funny, I wouldn't either. But, I'd say that's um, pretty sick. Yeah, was cool. I I, I, say, yeah, I did myself thought it was a thought joke, it was cool. bro. It's not a joke per se, was, but it's kind of a it's, it's funny. It's a funny callback, I think. In the joke, bro. All right. So I I thought the dad was fine. It wasn't too much. I thought Julian was funny. He was a funny little kid. Um, you know, he wasn't. He kind of was like. Uh, kind of streetwise, I guess. I, you know, you know, he seemed a little smart for his age. Like he, knew, he's like, I know what y'all doing. Y'all smoke yeah, weed. Yeah, you know, he was, he was cool. You know, <laughs> then Michael pops out of the closet. And he's like, fuck that, I'm gone. Bounces. Uh, yeah, he was fine. wasn't over the top. I, I liked it. It was just enough. Okay, uh, Maddie. Uh, yeah, I was nervous. Like I said, going in because I was like, oh man, I hope this isn't just like half humor then the last half is like super serious hope there's a good balance but there was a really good balance um i don't know if i like that i got peanut butter on my penis part i felt like it was kind of unnecessary and just kind of like oh that's kind of great they doubled it made me think the dad was super gross and i was like like at the end end of that conversation he's like oh i got penis i got peanut butter on my pants he like switches the pants or my leg or something and it's like Okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you, you, it, like it, it would have. It would have definitely. Uh, you know, uh, uh, like you said, like double down if you would have said penis again twice <laughs> instead of just my leg. But it's like, okay, why did you say penis in the first yeah. place? It was it probably. It was probably an off the cuff thing. David Gordon Green's known for trying different things for yeah. each take and like kind of leaving there be or, more organic. It's. It felt that way with the Julian kid too. Like he just kind of let cool, him come yeah. up with shit and like yeah. Uh, then I, I love the, I love that actor. That guy's great. Yeah, uh, but that was the only thing that was like I don't know if this was a good choice, um, but whatever. I mean, it didn't bug me enough. 
Uh, Julie and the Kid, uh, that's a total great David Gordon Green shot. That is all that first part is just them ad-libbing to that scene. Because like sometimes the kid, the, the editing's weird in it. But I love it because it's such a like yeah. David Gordon Green, like what he does in his films. And I was waiting for that moment of like just trying to capture realistic responses to stuff. Realistic responses with kids, right? He's kind of good yeah. directing kids. Yeah, and I mean, if you've ever watched him direct, if he's not getting the performance he gets, he'll be like, do it like Kermit the Frog. And you're like, what the fuck? And it throws actors off, and then he'll get them back into another groove. And it's really cool watching his process, like in behind-the-scenes stuff, yeah. to get certain reactions. And I love that moment, because it's such a, this is David Gordon Green's film, and yeah, it's like got Carpenter's Blessing behind it, and like a bunch of people coming back. But it's like, I love those moments that he can capture, and I'm glad it was in there. Um thought that was cool um what else oh my favorite like kind of i i like i laughed or snickered at like i did like like i smiled at the point where she's gone when the when michael looks down i was just like oh shit the sick good job david gordon greeting yeah, crew yeah. Cat, everyone yeah uh, my favorite moment was when um judy greer's holding the gun she's like i can't do it i can't do it ah, crying and then michael's like oh shit i'm yeah. all murder and she's like gotcha and i was like oh that's sick dude that's so good um that and was uh, good. that was like my other favorite like i don't know if that's necessarily funny but it made me laugh because yeah, i was like oh shit tricked you <laughs> so i yeah. love that moment because i was because i think initially when you see that you go oh fucking for real like Man, well, I guess Jamie Lee Curtis is gonna come and do some badass shit. So that's sick. And then when she says "gotcha," it was like, "Oh, this movie yeah, is sick." That was awesome. It's playing on all the tropes that these slasher films have set up and knocking them down, dude. And I think that's what this film excels at. Yeah, when like Michael Myers stepped back, stepped in the into the right at the stairs, and you just see her click back into yeah. place, and then she says "gotcha." Yeah, just that. Like as soon as she just like. Gets right back into it. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Go. <laughs> Got him. Stefan. What was the question again? How'd you feel about the. <laughs> you forget the question all the time. Well, we just get so far away from it. You know, <laughs> I, like, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Well, how'd you feel about the humor in the film? I, uh, I was glad that they didn't, like, lean into it super hard and, like, you know, you know these characters and you know this world, you know. Like, you know, because in a lot of ways, that is tongue in cheek moments and, like, they're kind of a fourth wall break, too. You know, it kind of takes you out of the movie. So I was. I was glad when there were funny moments; they felt natural. Um, and and I, you, one thing I want to say that I thought was cool is I like his his kind of like feel for like African American culture and his representation of it mm-hmm. um, with characters in this movie, like Julian the little kid, the way he talked and stuff, just was like really natural between him and the babysitter, who I loved. Man, I was so sad when she got killed. Um, and uh, and in the when the 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 guy's playing the pinball game and the other guy's talking shit to him, leaning on it. And then the girl's like, you know, it was just felt so real and so natural and like harken back to like his George Washington days. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, that was funny to me that felt like, I like that the parts that felt light and that were funny were real. They were natural and realistic and they didn't take you out of things. Um, and so, yeah, I was I was happy that they struck a good balance and the tone of the film stayed really very serious even when you did get those moments to take a deep breath here and there. Yeah, it kind of feels like <clears throat> like slashers not being ultimately that scary for anybody over 2021. 20, like they're just kind of yeah. fun horror movies mostly, so it's weird. It's like it it it's kind of more 
humor kind of fits better in with slashers than uh, most other horror films. Like if, if the exorcist or some movie like that had like some fucking uh, comedic elements to it, it just wouldn't work. Right. Like uh, yeah. Rosemary's baby or something. But, I mean, but I think for these movies, like, it does go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying, I think in films like that, you have to set up the comedy early on and then the tone for the last half has to be pretty serious. Right. Um, so, and that kid, that kid's like main uh, comedic section is like somewhere, like after halfway, three quarters in, maybe. Well, it's so. a good scene because it's setting up that no one knows Michael's back. Like no one's right, on right, edge. Right. The town doesn't know. The cops are keeping it secret for whatever reason. Which is like, come on, man! All the technology send out like they could have got a little text on their phones like Michael Myers is fucking loose. You know, but I'm not going <laughs> to get into that. Presidential alert. Yeah, I just, I mean, that's what, I, that's what my, or uh, David Gordon Green's so Michael good at. Myers. is like setting this, like, it's tremendous killer. Just setting up that world and, like, nothing's happening in this town. It's another Halloween, you know? Right. The, the, I, I personally love the callback too. Uh, whenever she got pushed off, I guess most people could tell, but even me, the casual horror fan, I could tell like it was gonna, it was coming. It was like they were gonna do the exact same thing, but in reverse. Yeah. So I thought that was so fucking awesome. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of fun, it, despite like this. You know, it is a horror movie, but you know, I, I just find the find this one and the first one really, you know. Like, isn't like the first Halloween supposed to be like the 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 the, the best reviewed, the best the best slasher out of all of them by most well, people's? It it started the game, right? It started the whole like everything basically. Yeah, this was before like, Texas Chainsaw. Uh, I think so. Oh wow! Oh wow! So check. And then Jason was just copying. The original came out in '78, so mm. yeah. And Jason was '80 or something. I wasn't even sperm yet. <laughs> you weren't even a thought in your dad's ball. Well, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original was seventy four, and this was seventy eight. But uh, what? Uh, yeah, I guess that like uh, but I I don't know if that's I guess it's a slasher flick, but I think the standalone just one slasher like the Jason and the Freddies, the knife upside down in the hand. Free, <laughs> yeah. free. Yeah, Psycho. I guess you could I mean, say Psycho yeah. in a sense. Like he only slashes once, though. I totally get. Yeah. 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 But Mike it's Myers like the whole like a bit. point of view shot of like your Michael Myers shit mm. and like Carpenter did a lot of shit that would be emulated and done in other films and he basically started that craze of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's probably just because Halloween had the bigger budget and it got shown in theaters, mm-hmm. probably more widely than Texas Chainsaw did at the time. But I could be wrong about that. All right. But. All right, going back to Joey, what is what would you think of the three generations of badass bitches? Uh, I thought it all made sense. Um, you know, you have Laurie Strode who, you know, sort of the bookworm and got it attacked on Halloween 40 years ago, uh, had a daughter and basically was like, you know, well she, you know, she <clears throat> decided to not give in to her fear and fight it. Uh, in the way of like like preparing for when Michael gets out, because Vincent's going to get out, and so she just like prepared her entire house and her family for like doomsday, basically. Uh, and of course, the daughter is going to rebel against that because she's like, "Mom's crazy, and I want to become like the you know just the sort of uh, you know housewife mom type, you know." Um, and uh, then the daughter. Is just kind of like why? Why don't we see Grandma? Where's Grandma? At? She's my Grandma. I want to see my Grandma. 
you know, mom's like, no, she's crazy. Daughter doesn't give a shit. Um, but then of course, like at the end of the, at the end of the film, you have all three of them together. You're like, damn, Michael, you got you got you got uh, three generations of Laurie Strode here. You could you could do some serious damage, my man. But uh, that doesn't happen. <laughs> what I mean, did you find any of them annoying or anything? Like, like I feel like the teenager version can sometimes come off as annoying, and a lot of movies do that. I uh, you know what I I tend I a lot of newer like slasher films the the the, the like uh, let's say for like Freddy versus Jason and, and the the latest Jason from like two thousand nine um, the maybe even Alien versus Predator could even come into this as well it's like the human portion like the, all the the people that are going to get killed dude they suck. <laughs> they're just there's no redeeming qualities to them at all. You know they bring in they they give them the Kevin Williamson Williamson effect where like they bring in like Kelly Rowland or somebody from Backstreet Boys who decide to act. You know it's like let's just bring in some some pop star or some bullshit and it's Buster sucks. Rhymes doing kung fu. So <laughs> they, all, they all are terrible. They all hey that just, was a great fight scene. Not good. Nah. Was that in Resurrection? Yeah, mad respect to bus. I never even saw that shit, man. I'm glad I haven't seen it. Mad respect to bus. And for this one, it just kind of seemed like, you know, the daughter seemed regular. You know, she had kind of douchebag dude friends um, uh, who were who were stupid. But the boy, the boyfriend yeah, does that douche shit. The annoying. boyfriend does that douche shit, and we never see him again. He does not get killed. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. Um. So. She's gotten killed. Not not as not as little funny friend. He should. I know, right? It should have been reversed. But you know what? That's we're not. Who are we to judge? My, Michael Myers is uh, <laughs> moral compass. Uh, Maddie. So uh, three the, the three the three generations of bad bitches. What do you think? Um, maybe we shouldn't call them bitches. Just saying. Strong bad bitches is okay. Strong women. Bad bitches is uh, empowering. That's okay. Cardi B says it. Yeah, but can we say it as men? Uh, I think we need to be affiliated with a bad bitch. I think. <laughs> I mean, I think Big Bush I, and Oh Joey Kochra need to take that up with their respective. Please queens. send us a comment if you liked or didn't think, like I me saying can, that. I think we can do. I think we can. Say that. We can call them badass bitches. <laughs> yeah, that's um, all right. We're a rated I, R podcast. I mean, mad respect. It was nice to see Lori Strode back. And being badass, uh, I like I like her story of her just like trying to like reconnect. She's like been divorced twice. She has a kid, and I like that aspect of it. And it's just not working. Um, I I love seeing the flashback scenes of like the, her young daughter like training in the woods and stuff. And then like ultimately, she just gets taken away by the state. And I feel like she is only like revert like she reverts. She doesn't like her mom because she probably had to go to psychiatric help or something like that because, you know, if you've grown up learning how to kill people, basically, and survive, I mean, I feel like she was kind of brainwashed for a little bit. Uh, and I like that aspect of her just, like, trying to live a normal life with her daughter and not be like her mom. I kind of wish they would have given the young, uh, the younger generation of Strode a... Uh, a little more to do but i will say in the final shot when they're all working together to get michael into the basement i do like how she grabs the knife and does like the final thing to trap him yeah um, yeah and i like seeing them all work together because i was wondering if that shot was going to happen um yeah i mean 
I mean, obviously, we're going to get a sequel. This movie made shit tons of money its opening week, so um, it'll be interesting to see what she does in the next one. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, right? I, I've got no issue with the with the ladies in this movie. I think they all did a good job. I was really when, then again to the shot where she's like, "I can't do it." I was like, "Oh my god, you've trained for this. It, you don't lose this shit. Maybe you get a little bit rusty, but you're not that far away. It's not like you're trying to do a sniper shot on Michael Myers. He's like right there." I was like, "If she misses, I'm gonna be so upset." And then she <laughs> she nails it. She nails that shot, and I was like, "Sick." She still got it. So I like that it was just. You know, like as she plays like the scared, the scared daughter of Laurie Strode at the end, she has a great moment. And I think even like I love the fight scenes between um, Michael and Laurie. Just I just thought they were great. I love her going through the house, shutting the gates on the rooms. Yeah. Um, And I was like, oh, my God, this is sick, dude. Like he's not got anywhere to hide after this. But I will say that final shot where. I read a, a, a thing where someone's like, three things it did poorly. It's like, why the fuck would you leave the lights off? He's called the shape. He hides in the shadows. Turn every light on in the house. True. I was like, good point. But then again, you're not setting up any kind of atmosphere if you turn on all the lights. So, you know, it is it is a product of the film they are making as well. But, and it was a cool shot. Also, don't put fucking mannequins in your house, dude. That's just scary. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I like how that freaked Silent out the Hill daughter too? more than anything. <laughs> yeah. The scariest part. hilarious. She's like, oh my God. You're like, yeah. Walk into a forest, a bunch of shot up mannequins. Stefan, what did you think of these extremely strong women, three generations of them? I thought after all was said and done and seeing them at the top of that stairwell, like huddled together after they'd seemingly completed their mission um it was awesome to see the strode ladies all there intact even though the world was torn into chaos by such an evil menace as the shape michael <laughs> say something yeah say I, thought, something! I really thought he was gonna say something actually i thought they were gonna like, <laughs> what, add to what the mythos best guesses as to what that would have been Oh god, I don't know, know, dude. What do you think he should have said? Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing, man. Clever I, girl. I thought for I thought for half a second when Will Patton hits Michael Myers with the truck, the doctor gets out and says that he's dead and you've killed him. And then kills Will Patton, puts on his fuck put on Michael Myers' mask. I was like, this film better not be the doctor running around trying to be Michael dude Myers. i know oh, i know dude, the, rest the rest of it yeah like this is how they're adding to the legacy like what the fuck <laughs> you're like really dude and then they can merge the whole anthology thing and just it's the mask through all the different movies from here on out yeah. just a little kid and then it's like okay wait, wait. you you just said he you just said he was dead to get it will Patton, and then you're like oh he's, why are you trying I want to kill that to him? happen I'm trying to figure out what's going on I was like oh, I want that God. to happen so we could have the ep- the episode of it where it's a dog with the mask on running around killing people <laughs> that'd be it just fucking makes you it'd evil. be called Hallowoof or some shit like that Hallowoof <laughs> Hallowoof oh, oh, no never yeah. I'll shut up now <laughs> where were we <laughs> did we run through just drink on that vodka question? all night long I, I sister yeah, you didn't go. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, so you get introduced to uh, Jamie Lee Curtis really early on. Of course, she's obviously been in since the first one, and it's just really cool to see 
you see a lot of badass women like around like mom age these days which is great progressive love it but now this movie's got a badass grandma in it so i think <laughs> i just thought that was really cool I, I, I thought it was fucking awesome it's like you know it's like she's Hell about to yeah. fucking battle a t1000 <laughs> like shout out to all it's the hard grandmas to not, out. yeah it's hard to not think of that imagery but you know sexy uh, woman really cool to see the badass grandma uh the you know the two the, the daughter and the granddaughter of course great as well you don't really see them shine until the end um they all make sense they're fleshed out characters uh and the teenager wasn't maybe the most annoying but not as annoying as like say the teenage girl on ozark she's annoying (laughs) as fuck but uh i guess Uh, i don't know that's just my opinion but uh yeah the daughter jamie Lee curtis's daughter was the most annoying in my opinion you think so which which yeah definitely Real quick, not to get on a tangent, which girl in Ozark? Bateman's daughter. daughter. Or the... Gosh, oh, you can always live the right. fuck out Go of Go away, I'm baiting. Oh, I don't want to do what my mom says. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a teenage girl. Blah. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I agree, uh, Andrew. Worst... Let's get negative for a second. Worst... You know what? No, let's switch it up. Let's play a little game. Best thing, worst thing. <laughs> All right. I just made it up. Best thing, worst thing, real quick, Joey. Oh man, um, I think I liked. Uh, just go off the top of my head. Um, I think I enjoyed seeing Michael. Um, like that kind of. I think it was all like one shot, where you know you've kind of seen this whole thing in the trailer where like he's walking around, like the kids bump into him, and they're like, "What the." Oh, sorry, Mister. You know, and then he like—that's when he should have talked to the. No problem. He, he heads into like the, the backyard. Do you have any blow pops? Heads to the backyard. <laughs> finds a weapon, kills the woman, and then I think you follow him go outside, and then to the next house, you see the woman getting on the phone talking to somebody, and then he goes and kills her. And so I'm like, damn, is he going from house to house, killing people now? Well, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, worst thing, man, it's tough, dude. I'm trying, like, that good for you. There's like, yeah, like I can't really think of anything. One thing that kind of thought was weird was when the granddaughter Strode was saved by that family, and like, it just like none of the family spoke. Oh yeah. So I didn't like know like who she was saved by. I was kind of like I was kind of like skeptical. I was like looking this like who, like who are these people? Who who, who just saved her? Like what's going yeah, on? I think that's I think that's uh, a play on the fact in the first one when Jamie Lee Curtis goes to that house and that woman like opens the blinds a little bit and then like turns on the light, opens the blinds and doesn't help Jamie Lee Curtis at all in the first film okay and because you see someone you see their arm like they're looking at her through the window and this person's screaming Mm -hmm. for help so i think it was a play on like nowadays we would let someone in our house or just like like what she needed was someone to save her so this apartment complex saved her because there was a lot of different people there so i assume Mm -hmm. it was like a and i don't think it's necessary to know who those people are they just helped her out when she was scared yeah. yeah. Okay. It, yeah. It just seemed off to me. I mean, other than that, man, I can't really, I can't really find fault other than her stupid boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. um, You're supposed to not like him, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, he didn't have the normal like, you know, normal look. look. Yeah, that you would expect from that yeah. type of role. 
That's um, things are changing, or, boys. Or friend. Uh, maybe it is. Or I guess friend. maybe maybe so. Maybe we're just too old. <laughs> That's probably what it is. All right, Maddie. So best thing, worst thing. Um, I mean, I agree with Joey with the that shot where he's like walking to get the hammer, and then he goes in and hits her and gets the the classic knife that he uses. Um, that whole scene is great. I really love the first time Lori sees Michael which is through the mirror that she shoots, and that's Nick Castle, the original shape. In that scene alone, he only had one cameo in it. He didn't play oh, Michael wow. Myers, a new guy did. Um, but I really like that shot because it's a throwback to the original. I mean, there's a lot of that shit in here, but I like that because I knew um, that that was going to, like I read that that was Nick Castle's cameo because I was like, I don't think he did all of it. I mean, these people are getting pretty old. So, I mean, he had a lot of action. Yeah. Um, trying to, what else did I uh, I really like him getting hit by the car and just taking it. Uh, and then um, I like, while I, while I was upset like Joey was when the doctor puts on the mask trying to become Michael, I was like, oh my God, if they do this shit. Oh my God, please don't. You're better than this David Gordon Green. Come on, Danny McBride. <laughs> uh, I like that scene when he is put in the back seat with Lord, uh, like with uh, Allison. I think that's her. We'll say, let's say Allison. Um, but I really like that because that was like probably one of the most terrifying scenes for me. Because you, could you imagine being right next to Michael Myers? You get to see his face. I also really like that they because Jamie Lee Curtis pokes him in the eye with the coat hanger in the, uh, the original one, so he doesn't have an eye. Like yeah, it's all fucked awesome. up. Love that. Um, lo- yeah, yeah, love the way the mask it. looks. I love all the like the lines, like the, even the mask is aged kind of shit. That was sick. But I really love that shot where she's like. Oh my God! Let me out of this police cruiser, and then he just throws Michael into the back seat, and I was like, "Oh fuck, he's gonna wake up." Um, also, love the head stomp on the doctor. Um, that yeah. Was sick. Oh, yeah. Oh man, I was kind of hoping so it would good. be a little more. Oh, so that's. I mean, there's other scenes. I love the whole like it's not a cage, it's a trap house. Like just, uh, just everything was there to catch Michael and kill him. And I loved everything, like like I said, with her hitting the like the gates coming down, fucking bars coming across, and trapping him, and you know ev- the the badass ladies working together, like all that shit was dope. Um, something I didn't, something I I didn't like, or maybe not that, but my expectations were really high for is like, so when you saw when you see Michael Myers go into the bathroom and drop human teeth on the floor, I was like, holy shit, dude, we're gonna get some gruesome ass kills. Yeah. And then we I did. like I like the how that's how he costumed up too. He stole the mechanics fucking gear. That's that's what he always does. Let's just say I've only seen the first one, honestly. Um, but he's always stealing that suit off of some guy that's just I'm trying to make a day's, day's wage. Yeah, like it. Thanks, it would have been cool to have seen the the best friend, uh, like slide down on the gate. Like we kind of saw the the aftermath of it, you know? Yeah. It just, I feel like some of like. So in the original one, his kills are pretty straightforward. There's like the scene where he hangs the dude on the thing and does the sideways look, which is fucking sick. That's a great shot. Um, but like nothing's really that like super gruesome. I mean, I think Rob Zombie set a standard for the gruesome kills. And I think going into it, seeing him drop the teeth, I was like, oh shit, this is going to be zombie, like Rob Zombie level gruesomeness. And I mean, there are those moments like when you see the weird fucked up police officers with like the face ripped off. And some of that felt like a bit much at times. I just felt like his kills were kind of inconsistent. 
It's like, I'm going to drop some teeth. I'm going to stab this lady in the neck or just stab someone or hit them in the head with a hammer or choke a guy out. And then it'd be like these intricate, like fucking almost Hannibal fucking kills where you're like, what the fuck is this? Michael don't got time for this. He's, He's a just product killer, not a process killer. So maybe. I just was kind of thrown off by that, I guess a little bit. Cause like, how do you have the time to like do what he did? I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I get, like, because when you see that guy's face, it's pretty gruesome. I can see why his teeth fell out. <laughs> but um, I guess the thing that bugged me the most was, like, the one intricate, like, one the husband goes up to the window and opens the door, and it's like the face is cut off and on the shotgun. And I was like, what the? I don't know what the fuck's going on in this scene. Like, Wait, in, in, in the cop car? Yeah. Was that in a shotgun or a flashlight? I don't know. So I think because the it's, face was, was lit up, really I think fast. it was a flashlight. Yeah, well... Either way, yeah. I thought it was pretty intricate for yeah, a Michael for Myers sure. kill. And, like, I, I got the teeth thing, but at the same time, I was like, I don't, I mean, he's already scary without it. But, I don't know. I, I think some of that was kind of inconsistent for me. I would have maybe have liked to have seen more, like, like uh, my roommate Tyree was like, man, I wish the throat stabbing scene, when the woman's, like, looking out the window and closing the blinds, he's like, I wish that would have been slower. Like, because he does it really fast. And I was like, I kind of agreed. Like, that would have been a cool shot just to see the knife slowly go in and then him just slowly pull it out. Um, but I feel like some of that kind of kill stuff was kind of inconsistent for me and just kind of like, I don't... I, I, does Michael do this in the first one? And I was like, he doesn't have really elaborate kills. You know? I but, liked that. Yeah, I just don't know. I just feel like it was inconsistent for me. I'm not saying it was bad. I just... I don't really get the... I mean, I guess he's just trying to scare people. But I that's why know. I was saying that he's a fucking artist. That's why. Yeah, loved. I mean, I get it, <laughs> but I don't really think he's an artist in the first movie. Well, he had time to think about it, dude. But, yeah, this is forty years of being in that fucking. He's facility. like, you know what? When I get out of this motherfucker, I'm just gonna go buck wild, do shit I've always wanted to do. <laughs> and I you know what? I've always wanted to rip some teeth out. Yeah, I'm gonna wait till the lady's looking right out the window and just gonna jam that knife right in her neck. <laughs> And Stephen, you know what? I'm gonna hang I don't that kid. Think it's yeah. that thought out. Stefan, best thing, worst thing. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I think worst thing was I agree with those guys when the new doctor was putting the mask on and shit, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, please don't go there. That's gonna be awful. And they like narrowly avoided it and could easily not have been in the movie. I kind of liked how they were introducing the concept of Michael Myers being some kind of like it being like a curse or something that that goes through him. Um, and and makes him this just this killing machine or whatever, but that would have been too much, too far off to go. And I like that they kept it simple and kind of got over that speed bump a little bit. But the best stuff, um, one, yeah, seeing Michael Myers without his mask on, uh, even though you don't, they don't really ever show him. And then yeah, they showed the little bit of the eye. Um, but yeah, for me, it was the kills. Honestly, I thought that was fun. Like the boyfriend was hanging around, you know, at the babysitter's place after a while, he just fucking stuck him into the wall. I loved how he was just like dreaming up shit, you know, like kind of to the opposite of what Maddie was saying. I was just like, I like that he found time to be creative in his rage. And, uh, and then my one or my favorite part of the movie that really kicked it off for me was when the mask first came out from those stupid podcast journalists. Um, that guy yeah, was podcasters a, in this movie. That right? guy was a fucking dork. Um, <laughs> You're supposed to not like so him. So that chick was gorgeous and then she was all right, and I was sad she got bit the dust the way she did. But whatever. Um, but that guy, he really was deserved it, didn't he? 
Um, but anyway, my favorite part that really did something for me was when the mask came out and then Michael Myers, they were just like, say something, say something. He didn't have to say anything. And then all the inmates around him were like freaking out as if he was somehow like putting off this vibe, you know, his message was through all these other fucking lunatics and shit like that. And he, Oh man, it was so good to, to see the way that through Michael's silence, he was driving all the quote unquote sane people fucking crazy. And that's what I think I love most about this incarnation of him and that visual of the older grizzled Michael Myers, how like in my imagination, it's almost psychic, you know, he's just projecting out this fucking tone. And it's just like, as soon as I get out of here, guys, I mean, it's going to be dot, 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 you know, it was great. (laughs) All right. It's it's honestly hard for me to find a, the the best thing. I mean, I think I think the best thing is kind of a broad strokes thing for me, which is uh, <clears throat> just seeing kind of like, you know, the first Halloween and this one. It's like if 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 slasher movies can be classy, this is it. You know, they they it's it's sort of more classier filmmaking in some way than on most other slasher films, and uh, but maybe specifically, I'm not really in love with the. Like the 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 teeth was like cool, it's scary and all that. But I think that like the original basis, as far as I know anyway, correct me if I'm wrong. But it's it's you know they got a lot of baby babysitter stories or myths, and then they made a horror movie out of that, which is the original Halloween. So it, it seems like a lot of this is based on the the fears that women have, right? So she's in yeah. a bathroom in the stall and like it must be guys too, you know, but I think especially women are just afraid to be attacked inside of a stall like that at a gas station or whatever and you get to see it play out. So it's uh I guess for some reason I felt like that scene in some way of course, all of it. I mean, the rest of the movie as well, as far as women's fears and stuff. But I guess I was thinking about the whole babysitter thing and women's fears of being attacked and stuff in the, when I saw that those first few kills in the in the bathroom stall and all that. So maybe that is my fa- best. And then the worst, like I said in the beginning, was just the doctor. I don't know. Like, he was fine. Like, he wasn't, like, terrible. But it was just... Like the rest of the movie is just so fucking solid. So, and then this guy is just like, eh, you know, whatever. He's like the crazy doctor, and he puts on the. Ma- I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's fine. It's just not. It just wasn't stellar like the rest of it, you know. So I liked that it gave a reason for Michael to get to Lori's house, and that's the yeah. most important thing. Because if he would have just shown up, I think I would have been like, uh, how? The yeah, how does that happen? Where, like, how does he? Yeah. I like that the doctor was like. He was so obsessed with it because he's the anti Loomis, which is what I like. Because Loomis is like, that is pure evil. We need to kill him. And right. other people are keeping Michael alive. Like, no, that's unethical. It's like, there's something there. And like you said, it's like tons of psychologists and everyone has talked to him and no one can get him to say a word. And it's like, Loomis is right, you know? <laughs> um, so I liked that, like, there was that turn for the doctor. And I liked that he brought them together because he wanted to see like those two face off to see if Michael would say something, if he got something else out of Michael. Right. But we all know as viewers, it's not going to happen because he's Loomis is right. Yeah. <laughs> and he got it. I would have liked a couple, oh, like no. two more stops. Just like doesn't do two it more. like the first time. One more. Ugh. I'd have been sick. <laughs> and then Ryan Gosling shows up from drive and stomps even more like that elevator scene. Anyway. Yeah. All right. 
Um, so we have reached the end, and now it's Indeed's time, y'all, if you don't have anything else to say. Indeed. All right. Uh, no. All right, so, Sir Joseph, how many Indeeds does this here film get for you? How many How many Indeeds do we do? Five. Out of ten. Out of ten. Oh, ten. Okay. I'm going to give this movie nine Indeeds. Damn! Woo. All right. Uh, Maddie. Um, so I'm going to end up seeing this two more times. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, I'm Hachi, going home Machi. and I'm going to see what my dad's super psyched about seeing it. So I'm like, all right, cool. We'll go see it again. Plus, I'm not paying for it. Papa will be. Oh, uh, shit. My second showing will be a double feature with OG Halloween followed up by Halloween 2018, which I'm really psyched to see that. Just to see how much like little Easter eggy stuff I did miss, because like, come on, y'all, I watch a lot of fucking horror movies. I'm gonna Thank miss you. stuff. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm interested to see what I think after two more viewings of it. But right now, I'm gonna Ugh. give it an eight out of ten. Hmm. All right. Because and I don't really know why, because <laughs> it's solid. Good. I think it's a solid yeah. movie. I just think there's too much that I've seen before in other Halloween movies. And I think I would have just liked to have seen something I hadn't seen before, which I think All might right. be hard to do with this sort of movie. Yeah, but just the genre itself, right? Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, maybe after I see it the next time, I'll be like, oh, I was wrong. That's a 10 out of 10. But we won't know till our end of the year film, my favorite films of the year, because it could make it on there. Oh, wow. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, Stefan Navius. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and give it a 7.5 cuz it was okay. good. I liked that, that it. That was almost I'll, mine. Yeah, I hold it to a high standard, but like I said, I like to keep my 8s, 9s and 10s really pack a punch. I just you throw know? them out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, it's Matt not like I have, the most 10s by it's the way. It's not like I have a limited run on them or anything, but I just like to uh, you know, keep my standards a little high. Um, so yeah, seven point five for All I Hallows really Eve, the film, part right. twenty eighteen. Well, it's not often that I give the highest score, but I guess oh it's, there's God, time really? for everything. This movie is a nine point five for me. What? All the right. only point, oh the only God. thing, history has been made, folks. Yes, the only point five. It's just the Doctor. That's it. It's almost. I mean, especially judging from within the slasher genre, and you know people bringing back franchises and whatever like it's i don't know i just i've this movie was fucking good man and you get to see david gordon green's signature like there's like little things like even like whenever she's holding the gun there's like two little quick cuts to uh like close-ups of her hands holding the guns like a lot of directors don't do that but you get to see a little bit of artistry there as well and i don't know i it's just fuck man i i don't know like I, I really, really enjoyed this film. It's okay, Andrew. It's, it's at least it's, a top right. ten. This will be on my top ten list this year. <laughs> what? It, oh my god, history is it, being made here, folks. It might not think, be top five, but it'll be top ten. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. This is it's just fucking good, dude. And that's fucking John Carpenter getting its blessing and all that. Like you really see why he gave it its blessing. At least I do. So. Fucking great, man. I'd see it again in the theater. I think on average, between our, all our scores, that's a solid 9.0 from the Superhouse, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a fucking dish right there. See this shit. I that's wonder, a hot dish. Just a little side note. I wonder if Danny McBride and the other... There's someone else who helped write the script, and David Gore Green were like, if we do the psychiatrist thing, it's going to divide audiences. <laughs> and I wonder if Danny McBride went, fuck them. 
I think after this one, we need to address him as Daniel McBride. (laughs) He's classy now. Not not that he wasn't before, but he really came in, made an entrance here. He's like Bruce fucking Wayne. I I still want to see that Crocodile Dundee thing, but anyway, keep going. I I really like that, like, this kind of made people like people like Danny McBride this Halloween's gonna suck and it's like yeah but David Gordon Green's there and I understand a lot of people don't know I'm so confused yeah they're both southern boys too Gordon Green is from uh, Arkansas and McBride's from North Carolina right yeah they all went to school together yeah so there you go southern boys coming against coming together all the real girls girls. yeah it's a Danny McBride serious role but he does have it's like the only comedy in that movie yeah Right, but uh, yeah, I will say like I liked that the color palette was very much an all the real girls <laughs> color palette too. Now that I think about it, it's like all takes place during you know Halloween and stuff, and all the leaves are falling. I was like, that's pretty cool. All the leaves are brown. <laughs> leaves are brown, and the skies are gray, and the skies are gray. All right, well that song means that we officially conclude Halloween 2018 review. All right, everybody, that was episode 153. Thanks for listening once again. That was the Halloween review. I want to also thank Shasta and Matt Herring. Uh, well, Shasta R. and Matt Herring. I, I, th- I guess Herring doesn't mind us saying his last name because yeah. uh, we've done it so many times before. We haven't got a real complaint. But Hern. anyway. <laughs> Hern. Hern. Uh, they are our supporters on Patreon. Thank That's the reason we're, we're mentioning them. They also get uh, some early access content uh, from us as well. And uh, we have some other tiers as well. But, uh, yeah, they are at the $1 and $5 tier. So uh, if you guys want to also become part of those tiers, we are at patreon.com slash superhousepodcast. Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And Superhouse is on all social media, pretty much. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, and uh, Stitcher. And we even have a Redbubble store and a Public store. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And you can get some Superhouse merch on there. And uh, I am also ThunderwolfDrew on Twitter. And uh, Stefan, you got anything? Uh, I've been posting quite a few new pics to my Instagram. I went to the cemetery the other day <laughs> and got some pretty sweet pics. Um, that's Wolfie Cruz, uh, W-O-L-F-I-E-C-R-U-Z-Z. Hit that up. Um, yeah. Cool shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Never know how to end these things, man. <laughs> We're, it's fine. <laughs> so anyway, this has been Andrew, and I am signing off. You see, Rudy, the jazz music, Pokemon. Wolfie signing off. Pokemon, Pokemon. You see, jazz music's the best way to entertain company. You see, they serve Jello in prison. Oh, I'm in big trouble now. Wait, no, I lost it. <laughs> Oh, man. You see, Rudy? Okay? You see? Okay?